You are listening to AM 1080 and FM 95.1 KYMN Radio in beautiful downtown Northfield, Minnesota. My name is Rich Larson, and we are sitting with Gary Brugenthies, who is the candidate endorsed by the Republican Party for uh, Minnesota House of Representatives, District 58A. Good morning, Gary. Thank you for joining us today. Good morning. What a beautiful day this morning. Isn't it, isn't it just lovely? Mm-hmm. For, for We're recording this on November 2nd, and then we're headed for 77 degrees today. Not, or 76 degrees, I guess. Not, 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 uh, not your typical November. You'll, you'll have snow next week. I, I will take this all day long mm-hmm. over snow, though. So <laughs> anyway, um, Gary, um, if you don't mind, just uh, tell our listeners a little bit uh, about yourself, uh, who you are, where you live, uh, what part of the district, um, what do you do for a living, the, you know, your family, the, the, all, all the fun stuff. And I have a lot of fun stuff. I have, I have six kids. And, oh, wow. Uh, so we, we have a lot of fun stuff going on in, in our family. Just, a, a, just so everybody knows out there, uh, part of 58A um, covers a little bit of Scott County, too, the last um, two counties there, and then uh, that upper northwest part of Rice County, too. And that's why here in Northfield, because this is my... Um, eastern part of 58a so i grew up in uh rochester and um i have five brothers and sisters so another six i don't know why six seems to be the the magic number (laughs) back then but same with my wife too it seems like a lot of people have um, that in their kids in their in their family so um i'm gonna i'm gonna go backwards instead of going forwards i have um i live in in Wheatland Township. Uh, I've been there for 24 years. We, we started there and grew. We built our house in 1998. And um, I have six kids. That, there you go. They get six again. I have six kids. I have five boys and one girl. That's the one that's the spoiled uh, one in the group. <laughs> and um, my wife is uh, Sharon. Same, same beautiful wife since uh, 1994. And um, she's... It, it, Truth be known, she's probably the one that does most of the work around that house and, and raising those kids. So that's for sure. Um, I work for Scott County, which is just a little bit north of, of New Prague. Um, in, in Shakopee, I'm an accounting. I'm a, a highway accountant and I'm also a business uh, manager. So not only do I do some of the um, the, the numbers work, but I also um, work with the um, contracts and uh, some of the things that that has to do with um, the highway department. I know some of you guys might remember that part of Scott County that we moved from um, Jordan all the way up to Shakopee recently. Um, and then before that, um, I said I grew up in Rochester. I went to Mankato State. I graduated there with a BS in, in accounting. And um, that's probably about it. I didn't haven't lived too too fancy of life. It's not too far around where I live right now, and then Rochester. So, it's it's yeah. A Southern Minnesotan through and through. Is that right? We well, don't get away that, very far away from, from home. Is that right? I mean, that's, it, that's very much, right. very yeah. much. Except that I don't think I talk like those guys when they try to be funny about Minnesotan people. <laughs> yeah. You don't sound like you're from Minnesota, you know. Yeah, I don't even know what those people sound like. I live in Minnesota, but they they like to make fun of that, right? Sure. All right. Well, uh, Gary, why do you want to uh, be in the House of Representatives, the State House of Representatives? Yeah. So now, now I got to put on my my accountant hat and my and my dad hat, and I have to I have to go with what I see 
from um, the things that I, I see and hear going on in, in, in St. Paul. Things are broken. We had a terrible last two years, and I think it, it went from um, a crisis to in, when we had the COVID a couple years back to where we started, where we ended up today. And it's just been worse upon worse upon worse. Most of that, I think, has happened in Washington, D.C., but some of that stuff kind of fickles, trickles into um, Minnesota. We get a little bit too much money, and we making, we're starting to make decisions just like D.C. does, and we make bad decisions. I say bad, it's probably not strong enough. Um, the money flows into St. Paul, and then it flows out somewhere, and accountants don't like that. Accountants always like to have... Two plus three equals five. We would like the numbers to equal the same. We'd like to, to um, account for all the money that comes in. When we have debits, we have credits, and it all, and it all works out. That's not happening in St. Paul right now. We have money that, that's coming in, and it's going out somewhere, and right now we can't find it all, or we know that it's being stolen, or, um, or what. That's the question. So well, that's one of the reasons I want to go there is, is to be a help. Um, I'm, I'm not going here to be, you know, a star there. I'm not going there to be, um, you know, somebody's going to be there for the next 10 or 15 years. What I'm looking right now is to get the state fixed. It seems like a lot of times our party is the one that always has to be elected to fix things. There's other people that go into to mess things out. We have going to make us to make it fixed correctly. It's it's our money. One of the things I think about um, when I think right now about we have um, an, an abundance. We have excess. We have we have too much money in St. Paul, and it just seems really really hard to get that money back to the people that put it in St. Paul. So that's what we have to do. We have to have reasonable people. We have to have um, accounting type of people. And I might be the only person in every caucus in in St. Paul when I get there. But we need to have good people like me. We need to have people who understand how how the money works, where it comes from, where it comes from. And where it's going, that's the most important thing, where it's going. And my opinion is, um, if we put too much in, then we should get the excess back. That's, that's what it needs to be. Um, so really, that's why I'm going there. There's also issues as, as, far as, um, as far as the things that are going on in, in Minneapolis and St. Paul as far as violence. You know, as I, as I go from door to door to door um, in, in, in our town, in Lonsdale, in New Prague, you don't hear that much. You know, my kids didn't grow too much in that area of, of being afraid of, of locking the door or I, I still, they don't even take the keys out of the car at home, but they don't have that same issue in, in Minneapolis and St. Paul and, and Bloomington and getting out further and further and further. As I'm knocking on doors in some of the cities that I'm knocking on recently, um, we talk about those issues and we talk about how nice the area is in, in, in 58A, and he kind of shakes his head and he goes, it's coming, it's coming, it, it's coming. If it's gone this far in the last couple of years, it's going to be coming this far in the next couple of years. So we have to fix it. And um, one of the other things that, that we, need to, we need to address, I think, in the next few years is where the um, control is going for our kids. In, in the schools, is it going to St. Paul? Does it belong in St. Paul, or does it belong in our area? In my opinion, it belongs in our area. To, to care, take care of the, how the schools are being run needs to be a function 
of what the what the kids' parents are thinking, what they're wanting, what they think that, that that's best for their kids. So those that's like three of the reasons that I'm running. Boy, I was just about my next question is uh, what are the issues that concern you? And you sort of uh, you uh, you sort of made those uh, some of those questions a little bit moot. If I'm hearing you right, and please do not let me put words in your mouth, okay? But what I'm hearing is uh, does too much money in St. Paul equate to taxes? Well, yes, some of the time. Okay. Right now, they have a lot of COVID money. Yep. So I mean, there's two really kind of different things, and I think some of the stealing that we had. Um, misappropriation however it's called was um misappropriated in the wrong places and people got away with it and that's that's too much money we don't need that 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 kind of um excess bouncing around it's just it's just too much for the same amount of people um spraying it out that's one issue and that's where we got um we had stealing i don't know what else you call it in that there's something else called um this the taxes so they'll they'll get um basically sales tax, real estate taxes, and things like that that the state gets from us. And then they'll spend it on the things that they're supposed to, you know, that they budget. So what the, what the state does is they, they budget every two years. And they, have, they, they know what they're spending on. And then when they get done with that two years, if they have more money that they've collected, more taxes that they've collected, some administration has this tendency to go, well, that money came in to St. Paul. It's St. Paul's money. That's not true. If you guessed wrong, like if you guessed wrong and it goes in, it starts in July. So this next year in January, February, March, April, May, those five months, we're going to decide what we're going to do with that next two years, the following two years. Not what we did with the following two years, what we did behind us. It's what are we going to do ahead of us? And that's what, that's what government's supposed to do. Government is only supposed to spend what they pick it, what they collect. It, it's not a business. It's not a, a for-profit business. It's a government. That's why it's so different. It's just um, we have to. We have to as politicians and as where I work right now. It's a it's a government situation. How much do I need to tax the people for where I work? It's just one year in the state. It's two years. How much do we need to run the state for the next two years? Okay, that's the idea. That's what they make the budget for. And, of course, they don't know, so they have to guess. They guess what we're going to do in the next two years. They set the taxes out. I mean, everybody knows that. Just look at your, um, your taxes, your tax statement, your paycheck. And then they make, that, they make that guess at the end of those two years. It's either it was a good guess we got too much or it was a bad, bad guess we got not enough. And then they adjust the next two years. But when you get too much, it's not play money for the, for the governments. That's still our money. They made a guess on it. They can't make a perfect guess on two years with a budget, so they have to they have to give it back, or they have to readjust the next the next uh, two years to get that money back. So right now they have nine million dollars, nine billion dollars in uh, taxes. That that's our money. They got that. That's that's our stuff. It's not their stuff. It's not the the administration's stuff. That needs to come back to us. It came from us. And who's the best ones to decide who makes the best uh, the best use of that money? We do. And the more I, the older I get, and I'm 60 through two, um, the more I get, the more I get, the more I get, the more I understand that we at the bottom, the one people are making the, 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 that money, needs to be the final one who decides where it goes. We're the ones who can make the best decision. And, and even though I'm going to get elected up there, 
and I'll be a politician, so I'll be uh, one of those guys. I don't make the right decision. I don't make the right decision what happens in northeastern Minnesota. I don't make the right decisions what happens down um, in the southwestern Minnesota. I don't make those decisions. That has to go back to the people. They make decisions in their own area. So just to be clear, we're looking at a $9 billion, could be as much as $10 billion now, too, is, mm-hmm. is what I'm hearing, uh, because the, the, the surplus has not shrunk in the last uh, two years. It's, it's grown. Mm-hmm. Um, what I'm hearing from you is you think that that money should come back in the form of tax rebates, or, or are you saying uh, let's uh, maybe have a tax holiday on the next, uh, or, or much lower? Ta- how, what, what are we talking about? So it might be a strange idea, but um, it, it kind of, it's kind of like if you go out to the grocery store and your bill is, is $9.48. You put a $10 bill on, on, the, on the counter, you're going to expect the difference back in your pocket. And then you're going to spend it where else you go um, from there. It, it seems to me like whoever gave you too much money should get the money back. Now, there's those... Um, there's a couple different ways that you have an income tax and you also have those um, sales tax. There, there are a lot, they're big money, they're big dollars. And those need to al- be allocated up, not, not just, it, it can't be just give it back willy nilly out of somebody who, who's got a, a, a tax ID number. So uh, that type of thing, we can fill out a, a, a form. It needs to go back to the people who, who paid it in. I mean, to me, that only makes sense. It's the change that, of you paying too much to run our country, to, to run our, our state. And as an accountant, um, you know, when you get that $10 and then versus the $9.58, it makes sense that it goes to back where it came from. And then we do a better job at the next time, the next year, um, that we need to adjust. We're not going to get the same amount they've got previous year. We're going to go back and go, why did we get so much? And then not only should there be a rebate, but there shouldn't be an adjustments on your taxes. It's not just a, otherwise we run through the same thing next time. It, it's, it's, it, it's, for some odd reason, it just doesn't make too much sense to me to spend somebody else's mother when somebody else's money, when all we did was gave them their money to borrow to run the, to run the uh, government for that two period year. We, we should just get it back. And then you got another two years and then figure out the fact taxes from there. Just basic accounting, put it in, take it out. Why does that seem so hard all the time? <laughs> and it's a hard thing to get back once you give it away. It's not when you give somebody a $10 bill to get the 40, 42 cents back. That's not hard. You only owed $9.58. We should expect a change back, right? right. And if we gave St. Paul too much, then we should get that back. Because at the end of the day, everybody, um, that's our money. And those people working at St. Paul, they work for us. It's not the other way around, including, including the um, governing, Indeed. governor. Indeed. Well, Gary, we are well into overtime as it is here. Oh, see, I talk I, too much. No, ah. it, <laughs> we appreciate that. Is there anything you want our listeners to know about you? You know, I'm, I'm 63. I could, I could probably retire not too long down the road here. I'm doing this for my grandkids and my, and my kids, but more my grandkids. I'm doing this because this is their Minnesotan coming forward. I had such a wonderful um, childhood when I was growing up in Rochester. I, I think my kids had a pretty good, pretty good um, childhood growing up in, in Lonsdale area. I want my kids and my, my grandkids to have the same thing. 
I want them to have what we have. And for right now, I don't see that happening in the right direction. So I think my motives are good. It's not selfish motives. They're, they're unselfish motives for the next, the next generations to come up to had what we had and better. Okay. Gary Brugenthies, candidate for the State House of Representatives in District 58A. Thank you for your time, sir. Thank you. I appreciate that.